welcome to Into the Mirror, your top podcast for healings, transformations, and brave and bold awakenings. My name is Alexander, and I'll be your host today. Um, today is episode one of season six. Um, actually, this is the, about the year anniversary of the podcast, and honestly, man, time flies when I'm not in trouble. It's uh, <laughs> Time was so slow for so long. Then all of a sudden I get free away from addiction and all of a sudden time's like, boom. And that's honestly just because I enjoy life so much. So um, super grateful to be where I'm at. And today I'm going to kind of repeat the first episode Brody and I did on transmutation and alchemy. So what is transmutation and alchemy? So this, these are some words that are overused um, in a lot of areas. And if you don't really investigate them. Um, you can believe a lot of things. So let me start with just the normal, non-esoteric, non-healing definition. Uh, I mean, it's not not healing, but so this is the physics definition. Um, the ch transmutation, the changing of one element into another by radioactive decay, nuclear bombardment, or other similar processes. <laughs> Doesn't that sound funny? Like, if you think of transmutation like healing and changing and growing, physics says the only way to change and grow is death and explosions. <laughs> uh, but no, the next definition that it's more um, is the definition I'm talking about. I'm looking at these other definitions all of a sudden. I'm like, huh. All right, but the term, let me get back to what I mean by it. So alchemy and transmutation, I they go together. Alchemy, I believe, is the process, and transmutation is one of the methods of alchemy. So in healing, in addiction, in anything in life, if you're like me, there's some emotions that fucking rocked your world. Um, I mean, shame, guilt, pain, anger, hate, um, fear, I mean... All of those things, which really, for me, I finally learned, came down to fear. Um, and there's coping skills for fear. So let me read this article. I love this guy. It's very, it's short. It's off of yogajournal.com. And he wrote this great article. And I'm going to link it called Turn Difficult Emotions into Feelings You Can Use. And I want to use this as it gives me somewhere to um, start from. I... So it goes, the term alchemy is known as the process of transmuting base elements into gold or silver. Now, see, that sounds cool, but honestly, for me, that is way less helpful than the alchemy I'm talking about. So um, ancient alchemists placed the metal in a container and subjected it to influence of a transformative agent, whether heat or salt or other chemicals, and watched to see what changed. The underlying belief was that any substance, any person, think about this, start replacing Yeru with substance, any person can be transmuted, even a sick, poisoned person, and it, its power used in a positive and transformative ways. Really said the underlying belief was that any substance can be transmuted, even a poison, and its power used in a positive and transformative way. And right then and there, I love it because fuck it, I was poisoned. I was poisoned through thoughts, my actions, my words. Um, I didn't know it either. My own ego pride was the bullshit. It's funny how you're so sick and unwell, but the pride is so strong because you don't have any you know, true confidence. So this guy, he goes on and I like this. And anyone that knows my story will know, will feel why I relate to this one. I first learned this principle from a South American shaman 
who as part of his training experienced a year of solitude and other rigors. During this initiation year, I experienced an intense yearning for human contact. For seven months I suffered, he said. Then one day I felt Mother Earth rising up to hold and nourish me. And after that, my pain was gone. And to this day, I feel the power of my connection with her and she helps me in my role as a healer. Now, I definitely relate to that. My own difficult years of multiple years of solitude and no nature at times. Oh, anyway, we'll get into more of that. So look beyond the moment. So I heard a similar story from someone who struggled with addiction. I finally hit bottom. It was either kick the habit or die. I had been in it. I feel so much emotion when I read words nowadays that it, it's like joy and gratitude, but still remember. I still remember my own pain, you know, and so I'd been an addict since age of 12. Words cannot describe the living hell I endured. The only way to get through it was to stay completely present moment by moment and train myself not to look beyond the moment. <laughs> he said, so it's funny, late, not, I get that. You don't want to lurk beyond the moment. And that's a practice of an addiction and extreme struggling in prison and things. People get it. So he said, passing through the worst of it, I experienced a powerful confidence that I could do anything I put my mind to. I knew that I had the ability and the willingness to go the distance with anything I wanted to attain in life. It continues to serve me well. For me, it makes me like tear up a little just because I, I totally relate to that. I mean, the, the power of those dark emotions turned into pure confidence and willingness is incredible. Yeah, I'm about to drink some juice. I don't have my water in here, so oh well. So he goes on to say, I was surprised to hear very similar experiences from two men on opposite sides of the world, from completely opposing cultures, experiences, and education. Both men experienced a transformative, a transformative, uh, I think of misspelling, experienced a transformative element. Um, in their cases, a combination of pain, determination, and desire that resulted in radical change in their lives. The intensity of the pain, the strength of the desire, and the grounding of determined perseverance created the confluence of forces needed for their transmutation. These are both examples of alchemy of emotions. So I'm going to read his base points on alchemy, and I'll just talk about my experiences. Because he's, he's very wise, but I want to put some more experiences to this because I like the guy that wrote the article and like I've, I've experienced both sides of those stories and I understand, I get it. So starts with how to transform your emotions. So your base emotions are energy trapped and reactive and protective defense patterns. And listen to this guys, this is really important. Your base emotions are energy trapped in reactive and protective defense patterns, fear, anger, Hatred and all their variations of emotional pain are all emotions that are reactions to danger, to violation, or hurt, whether they're perceived or real. But within each emotion is a higher emotional state, a non-reactive state that can respond with love and intelligence to the circumstances of life. 
I have to tell you guys, when you start, like for me, when I released some of those anger and that self-hate and I learned to understand it and learned an alchemical process of my own that took practice and I didn't have internet access when I really started doing it, but I did have hard access and that gives me the inner inside net access. <laughs> okay, that's not a very funny joke, but it works. You know, the inside access, the heart field, which has divine knowledge far beyond any books, but we don't trust it until you practice it. So, so within each emotion is a higher emotional state. So when fear, I love this, when fear is transmuted in this one, I absolutely have experienced the, the grace the transference. It's amazing. When fear is transmuted, it opens you up to the quality of courage. When, I, when anger is transmuted, it expands your capacity for reaching out into life. It can be, it can help you. And I know this, people that know me, when I get my healthy anger, you know, that comes out can, is powerful. It's, and it is for all of us. It can help you set clear boundaries and act with loving fierceness on behalf of your well-being and the well-being of others. In that word, loving fierceness, I had a teacher. She's um, amazing. She called it, you know, she I, fierce tenderness, right? Instead of tough love, and and that's what I learned about. We'll get into that in another episode. But um, pain transforms into loving compassion and kindness. So listen, if you're in pain, remember that pain transforms into loving compassion and kindness. Hatred transmutes into positive power and love and paradoxically leads to inner peace. This is absolutely true. When you start, that's the funny thing about anger and hatred is once they're released, you notice that it expanded your scope of emotions, which expands the level of love and things you can experience. Because when you face those things, you don't even recognize it at first, how much of your divine soul, body, mind is being re-given back to you. All those pains, all those events, and this isn't in the article, are like, you know, in Harry Potter, the horcruxes, every violent act he had to do that shattered his soul. The goal here is we're reclaiming our soul. We're reclaiming our body and mind that's been trapped through time and space. And I mean, like through your childhood, through trauma that your psyche's reliving over and over. And it's never stopped that. You might think you found peace, but you most likely didn't unless you healed your stuff and healing is a transmutation that process is you know there's a base pattern for everyone but it is different for everyone and i'll be honest most psychologists most therapists most doctors they're fucking idiots straight up they have no idea because they've never healed themselves they only can repeat jargon and words on paper that someone else read with no no emotional compassion or empathy and not all doctors, but generally speaking, the system has hijacked them. So if they don't face their fear, they're ruled by it. So here, the first step in transmutation. So when I was in jail, oh, man, I would lay there on the bed in the hard mat and I, and it wasn't like even straight time. I was getting in trouble so often. I'd be in and out, in and out of jail, violating probation, thinking, you know, that I could solve it and fix it. And I never could. But one thing I started, I mean, I never could in that way. But I did start learning some of these powerful healings of emotions, because you don't have internet, you don't have this bullshit. And if you do it right, like when you do time, you have space and time to yourself, which is exactly what 
people need, but this system hijacks you, forces you into slave labor and a lot of other things, which, you know, is another part of, okay, here we go. Transmuting my anger and hatred of the way the system is to understanding that people are afraid. The system is a reflection of society's past and I'm here in the now and I'm here to change it. So first step of transmutation, gather your emotions. Now, Acting out strong emotion discharges the energy that you need, you actually need for the alchemy. Learn to manage the emotion you're experienced by breathing, grounding the energy of the emotion, and exerting the mindful practice of awareness. But let's face it, sometimes emotion has too much charge and you cannot easily process it. That is a natural part of life. Being prepared for that situation will help you safely and consciously and consciously release that emotion and energy. I'm glad that I can say those words without shuddering as much. Um, I just, I mean, honestly, my transmutations, they were uh, worth it, but very, they were difficult. And I understand why I ran away from them for so long and why I was uh, hooked on opioids. I was a hurt, a hurt kid really that didn't know he was truly hurt and didn't know that I could heal or have a good life because most people don't. Most people on earth suffer, struggle. They repeat this pain cycle, but they think they're happy because they can go to the club or the bar and drink more poisons, you know? So let's go. So the next step, so when you're, when you have the emotions, for me, I would tell you that that's when you let, you go scream at them out and um, you, do things and in prison it you can't discharge the anger like you can in the free world i mean honestly because you'll take it out on someone that's just as angry just as big just as masculine or as you and has friends so i had to suppress a lot of the anger and find a way from the inside out because i have a temper not i mean i love deeply but my hurt part of me comes to protect me right anger is a tool a tool of protection that came out to so invite and engage the emotion by talking the attitude of curiosity and allowing for example how does hatred or anger or fear feel in your body anger has a she he says anger has a lot of dynamic energy often in the arms or jaw it wants to strike out you know um think about all the anger you have when you're mad and where it comes from i try to teach this to people but like road rage the reason it's such a trigger point is because you're already consuming much of your energy on a subconscious level driving. It's dangerous. You would die if those people did those awful things. So the anger comes to protect you, right? And it can cause, you know, we've seen the videos of road rage and I like driving because it's called karma, cars, karma, action, reaction. I do this, it responds this way. That's the action of karma in this life that makes, honestly, if you can't understand how that you, what you do affects everyone around you, I think that's what you should meditate on. But, um, so hatred, hatred is cool, contained deep in the body. Hatred can be found in the forehead, the eyes, the contractions of the core. So when I read energy now, I can feel their heart, how it's constricting, trying to hide the emotions and people that try to hide their facial emotions. I just, (laughs) it's so funny because they're going to have a stroke. I mean, or a heart attack, the heart, 
expresses the feelings into the face. So when you're like, it's like your heart's like, I'm so sad, but you're like, it's all to protect you from feeling that pain that needs to come up through the heart center. So um, hatred is cool, contained deep in the body. Hatred can be found in the forehead, the eyes, the contraction. Anger wants to strike, but hatred wants to annihilate a threat in a cool, calculated way. And anyone that's been angry thinks that they're calm, but they're actually in pure hatred. I have some people, even exes, that have felt this way about me. And I learned, like I used to hold it against myself way beyond what was necessary. I, I took me a long time to put these things on people that I, you know, I put women on pedestals. So when they hated me for a lot of honestly good reason, because I hurt them. It doesn't mean it's justified in any reason long term, because we all are I mean, we all can have our emotions, but hatred and anger, not ones I like to be around often anymore. It's already hard enough when it's my anger, but so pain is in this one main one. I think most impasse will find pain is another reactive emotion. It's a hurt, a wounding, a sense of loss. There are many causes of pain and many kinds of pain. Often when you think you experience pain, you're more likely thinking it than feeling it. Just to pay attention to that, thinking of pain and feeling it different. And what I mean is the brain, the thoughts are like more airy and they move more focused into the body to be felt. So it's like I say it long enough in time and space and my body becomes that feeling. So and if you don't notice this happening, I would tell you to pay attention because it's one of the most powerful things you can just see. Thoughts become words, you know, and words become actions and they have to all be in alignment if you want to feel peace. Um, you might sense it as a contraction in the area of your heart. So pain, I mean, we all have had pain. You might have learned to cut off pain, to rationalize it, or discharge it through emotional drama. We humans often judge ourselves for feeling pain. I would feel shame because I would feel hurt for being rejected by people that honestly... I mean, I'm worth a lot more than what my value was set up by these people. And I, the thing is, I didn't know that then. I had that fake egoic confidence, but it turned into real confidence, real badass, good attitudes. You know, ask anyone. I, I mean, that's my friend. I learned this transmutation effect and I learned how to do it on the fly as well. I mean, learned how to do it locked up in handcuffs on the fucking bus, the prison bus. Oh my God. Where you had like, you couldn't pee, you know, all those, all those, all those situations I had where I had this shame because I was hurt. I was ashamed of being this outcast, this guy extradited to the airport with handcuffs, like I'm a killer or something. But truthfully, I was in pain. And I had an addiction and our system actually reinforces that we put people into a more painful trauma event place because of trauma. It's one of the sickest things we do. And like they say, they know the level of a society by how you treat the prisoners and the old people. And I don't think we treat them very well now. Um, you might have us. We humans often judge ourselves for healing pain. But when you actually feel your pain without trying to get rid of it, you open the door for compassion to take place. So this is what I mean. Like as, an, as a painkiller addict, I can tell you one of the tricks of pain and healing I learned is like opening yourself to the pain, 
but how you respond to the pain is the next step. Because if you respond with anger or hatred, like I would say opioids is like hatred of pain. And it's not actually processing it. It's that cool, I'm in no pain. I feel nothing but good little euphoric buzz. That's nothing compared to what your body and brain can do without substances, by the way. <laughs> um, we often judge ourselves. Yeah, I do that. But when you actually take place to feel it. So this is something to practice. To not try to, like when you feel the pain, to be like, no, I don't feel it. And I noticed this just running now. Like I, I had an injury in my left leg. And I would run and I, it hurt and I'd get so mad, but it hurt. But then I was just mad because I running was a coping skill. So there was a good practice this past month on how not to get mad at it, to, to be like, okay, thank, you know, for me, I like thank my body for being healthy and strong enough to rebound and recover. Um, so number third, the last step this guy has, um, everyone has different ways for managing their emotions. So it's like, is, is the thing says, find the truth in your emotions. And let me just read the title. Gather your emotions is one. Don't suppress emotions or avoid emotions is two. And find the truth in your emotions is three. So everyone has different ways of managing their emotions. Sometimes, sometimes you may judge them thinking you are weak for having certain negative feelings. And in your awakening path, this is one of the tricks of the ego that tries to convince you you're still unworthy because... You say you're awakened, but you're angry. And like the toxic people will point that out in your life. You're not awakened. You're, even though they're, they're really the angry ones. It's it's part of it. You'll see it. It's That's why like even Jesus says no one's a prophet or a healer in their hometown. Because the people of your past reinforce the past. And that includes family and friends especially. Um, so back to number three. Or uh, sometimes you may find may judge them thinking that you are weak for having certain negative feelings or maybe you feel being afraid to give them up because they've protected you for so long this is so hard i was stuck in these repeat loops about ex-girlfriends or situations from the past people i loved but i had the pain loops what i mean is i felt this powerful love for people but the hurt i couldn't feel that love and what I, you have to open your heart and to feel the love, you have to open your heart. But to get to that point, you have to open your heart, which opens you up to the pain. And if you restrict it and constrict, think about it. You're like trying to stop the pain. You're shoving it down. That's, that's like storing the file on a hard drive on your computer. But later, you're still going to have to open the file to delete it. That's just, it has to be opened somewhat. And that's the transmutation heart center. Um, so... It is important to understand the relationship you have to your emotions in order to move forward. Like I'm pretty skilled in emotional understanding just from all my rehabs, all my, I intuitively understand it and thank God for that, but it took practice. So don't think like, especially if you're older, this is a, don't think you know yourself just because you're 50 years old. That's insanity there. That's actually the old 20 year old you that's been imprisoning you for those 25 later years. Anyway, I, okay, so he says hatred is a great example here. As a society, we tend to judge this emotion as bad. We think that feeling of hatred makes us a bad person. But hatred arises from a deep hurt, often a perceived betrayal or deep fear of being annihilated. It's a nat natural defense emotion, 
Jealousy, self-rejection, disdain, contempt, arrogance are all variations of hatred. While it can be dangerous to act on hatred or turn it against yourself, the actual feeling of hatred is a natural protection. I experienced this just a few months ago. I wanted to ask that woman out at um at the restaurant and she hadn't she well hadn't answered me. My own fear overwhelmed me and I go in and I talk to one of the guys that works there and he confronts me about it. And he said some things and I hadn't felt rage or hatred like that for quite a few years. And I wanted to annihilate him. Like he was the problem, but the truth is what he was representing is my rejection. Like I felt rejected. I felt, and he did it in public. It was very unkind. And anyone that like, Good grief. I'm so glad I practiced this stuff because old me would have destroyed him. I mean, I would have ruined, I would have tried to ruin his job. I would have done everything possible to make sure that he felt the same pain I felt. And that's the human condition. We want to be felt and heard and expressed, but luckily I didn't. I got mad. I called him disrespectful and I walked out, but it took months later for me to let it go. I mean, practice, because I felt so hurt, felt rejected. And when I felt rejected in public, I hate, ray anger and hatred came to protect me. And honestly, that hatred for a little while, it gave me a little bit of balance to, to get, to reposition myself. What I mean is that cut me from the situation. I felt the feeling, all the good feelings I felt too. I was instant, well, boom. And I was like, felt this minor hatred, but I don't like poison. I don't want any, I don't like feeling that way. And if I have any power to change those feelings, I work on it. Even if, you know, so I didn't involve talking to them uh, again. I said, I sent an amends for calling him names and then, you know, text him and never spoke to him again. Haven't been in there, but I did have to work on the situation to meditate. I had to, it, it just, it messed up my pattern, right? I would eat there a lot. And so all of my patterns got discombobulated. So every time I would do something, I was reminded of that situation for a couple of weeks. But through this alchemy, I ended up with, I, I'll tell you now, far more compassion and joy and compassion for these people too. And um, so it says, clearing out your judgments towards emotions, like hatred is a core component of the alchemical process. Have you ever forgiven a friend for a personal slight and felt the immediate lightning of, in your spirit and mindset? Once you allow yourself to understand the root of your emotions, breathe into it. So this is very important. And you'll notice when you are open to change, your body acts, responds accordingly. So notice right in here, like that breath to receive the breath. You also, that same spot opens to receive the emotion in the heart, the heart center. That is where heaven and earth meet. That is where all transmutation happens. And that is where all of us must be brave. So once you allow yourself to understand the root of your emotions, breathe into it and open your heart and mind. You will begin to transmute the emotion. It's high. Transmute that emotion to its higher aspects. Your emotions are gifts because they are doorways to their higher expressions. The alchemy of emotion can bring unexpected gifts to your life. Um, absolutely. I, I got a little <laughs> a juice mustache. Um, 
all that time I spent meditating, um, sitting on my bunk in jails or in beds and rehabs and couches of friends when I was on the run, I finally learned, you know, how to start releasing those emotions, the depression, the sadness, the feeling like a failure for where I ended up in life. You know, I felt like when I was 30, like I finally felt like I graduated high school in a way. And now I'm, my life is just developing. And, but the things that were addiction is like a war. I mean, I had so many battles at it. And I, one thing is, is I didn't, you know, give up. I, I mean, first I get, my body is far too resilient to give up. I would have suffered a lot longer living a oh, gross death until one day I just died, but I didn't. And this alchemy transmutation is one of the best things you guys can start doing. I do it all the time. I do it every day. I take the emotion and you'll see how emotions are energy. So if you want to see it like the dark emotions, they're just energy and the way you're using that energy is what you're changing. And to change the makeup of the energy, you're moving around like data files as you go up the chakras or the states of consciousness. So every lens of consciousness, you look at the pain of different lenses. And as you do, it changes shape. And all of a sudden, that hatred is deep love. I'll tell you one for me. My jealousy, I noticed truthfully, or envy was based in the pure love I felt for these people or this one woman in particular, I, I was like, okay, I feel that way. Cause I love her a lot. And I had to, the alchemy was hard for a while because that I was rejected by her and I created that own rejection. I did for sure. I was dishonest, full of shit and very hurt and, you know, still hooked on drugs. So the alchemy, though, is for me, I had to accept the love for her, which is amazing. I feel it to this day, gratitude for her, even though we don't speak. And I had to forgive myself for all those things. And I had to sit with it. So I had to be open to the fact that, yeah, uh, you have to accept it. I feel rejected. I feel this. I feel that. that doesn't mean I feel this and I respond like this and go, I hate this. Ah. That is the sickness. Every time you feel a pain and you respond with that energy where you're trying to, you'll know it because you tighten up, you shake it. It's notice what your body is doing. So as you release this stuff, though, guys, the feelings that are trapped in your body where you have stomach pains and heart pains and all that, because your heart, as you transmute, will be in pain. Like what I call it, it's like a massage. You're getting a massage in there. You're working the knots out of your heart. It's untangling the heart. And to do that, you have to process all the experiences. So it's like a furnace and the ideas are churning up and you burn through them. And what's left is good energy. Like I like to say that my karmic past is a fucking fuel to my fire of enlightenment. That's how I see it. And it works. So anyway, alchemy. Like I just wanted to do a, a share in that article. That guy, great. I mean, honestly, I love the article. It's um, powerful and I'll share it in the link, but transmutation, you really can claim your power back. You can be whole, you can be healthy and you can let go of these events, these fears, these pains, and you can learn to sit with something and realize it's not forever. Anytime you hear the thing that says this is forever, it's a lie. I mean, like nothing on earth is forever. 
So that includes pain. That includes pleasure. All those things like it takes practice and the transmutation process takes time. You might only elevate the emotion. The goal is to elevate the emotion to its higher aspect, even for a brief moment. So what you're doing is every time you feel it, you go to love. Even if you don't feel love, you choose love in your head. And if you feel love, but your mind's like discompobulated, like that's good because you're purging this shit. The heart, I like to say every, you know, the phrase a picture is worth a thousand words. So an emotion is worth a thousand thoughts. So what I mean is every emotion you have, your body, the way it feels the energy and then gives you ideas based on this vibration you're in. And that's the thoughts like, yes, no, blah, 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 blah. But after a certain amount of thoughts, because their energy, the emotion dissipates. If you choose to release it, if you put energy into anger or hate, you're actually storing that file for longer. Um, you're saving that encrypted to a hard drive in your body that you need to release later and it gets harder to decode those things. And then, so that's why find that alignment, sit with yourself. Um, I mean it and open your heart with a breath. You can't sit there and be like, I'm so angry. That doesn't work. Your body will respond with openness when you're in an open state of mind. There's everything begins to align like that. So anyway, have a great day. I hope you um, like the article like I did and hope you like the alchemy talk. Thanks. If I can end this. <laughs>